You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. Off and running on this Tuesday, July 7th. Hey there, it is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM ESPN New York. Man, whole bunch on the agenda for today, ready to roll through on this Tuesday edition. Lots to discuss. We've got the football stuff with Patrick Mahomes' contract how uh, the NFL is handling the whole COVID situation and how their big advantage. Boy, that's going by the board pretty quickly. Yankees actually on the field yesterday doing something, I guess you would say at least resembled baseball, right? It wasn't an actual game, but it was close. There were pitchers there. There were hitters there. There were fielders there. And that's, that's pretty close. That's a lot closer than we've had in a long, long time. And, of course, you know the deal. One hour, we run through it all. The number you know, 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Daily poll question will be up momentarily. We have moment of inspiration at 530-ish, but big news. Let's start with the biggest show news of the day. Yesterday, I had the good fortune of being asked to be a guest on the Michael K. Show. Michael is out for this week. So they do, uh, among their, their, their fun little contests that they do, this one called Last One Standing, right? Where you go back and forth on trivia questions. And the first one to three wins the, the, the title for that day. And usually it's Michael and Don, and Peter is the, like the show host of that segment. So with Michael out for the week, they've been reaching out to broadcasters, friends of the show, celebrities, and when all those people can't do it, they place a call to me. So, you look, I'm not going to rehash it too much, but I did want to reference it that I do think that based on my performance yesterday, in the future, a small change. But I think that it's appropriate that moving forward, I be referred to as Michael K. Show Trivia Champion. Michael K. Show Trivia Champion Gordon Damer. It has a nice ring to it. It kind of flows. Thorough, dominating win, college basketball knowledge, boom. Hockey knowledge, boom. Restating that the Irishman was boring as hell, boom. The pressure of a sudden death situation, having to perform under the bright lights, boom. First off, what happened to the music? We got to keep the music going. Yes. I would like to thank the Academy, my fellow contestants, whoever they may be for the rest of the week, to RJ Santillo, who helped me walk through one of the questions. I'd like to thank my own inner voice for rejecting RJ's advice and relying on my own vast hockey expertise. I think this is how Ken Jennings feels. What was the other guy's name? James, uh, James Holzhauer? Look at that. I can pull trivia from anywhere. Much like Sir Elton John or Sir Paul McCartney, I think it's only fair, right? I mean, it's, it's only appropriate that Michael K. Show trivia. Yes, it's apparently we only have a 20-second cut for the Michael K. Show trivia champion. Master? Would that be better? Expert? I think champion works. Gordon Day. I will go with champion. Wow. Like the big news yesterday, Patrick Mahomes agreed to this new contract with the Chiefs. Ten years worth up to $500 million. 
And, you know, look, I went on the K show and beat Don at trivia at their own game. Now, am I saying that my win was bigger than Patrick Mahomes' contract? I mean, who's to say real? I think that's kind of up to the public to decide. You know, I will just remain, all I can do is remain your, your humble, modest, morning talk show host who happens to go by the title Michael K. Show Trivia Champion, Gordon Damer. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. All right, so let's get to the, the other news. I'm not going to say big news because is it, is it bigger? Who's to say really? That's really, it's like beauty's in the eye of the beholder. News is in the eye of the, I mean, especially in this day and age, right? Let's not go down that road. Uh, all right, so the, the news of Patrick Mahomes getting his new deal, not a surprise that he got a new deal. I guess the numbers do kind of jump out to you. Ten years, uh, reports are from Adam Schefter that it could be worth over $500 million. More importantly, it includes $140 million guaranteed, right? That's the important part. Like I was reading one story that uh, Mahomes is now the, has the richest contract in, in North American sports history. Uh, no, he doesn't. Uh, I mean, the, the, they could have put $5 billion uh, on the co- – NFL contracts are not worth the, the paper they're printed on. It's all about the guaranteed money. And here's the deal, right? Like they say that it's worth $500 million. But you know the history of NFL contracts that – I guess one of the things that always annoyed me about the Michael Vick deal. Like they always talked about, well, you know, he, 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 he forfeited basically hundreds of millions of dollars. If he's still what Patrick Mahomes is right now, like if he continues on this current career trajectory, his contract is going to be rewritten at some other point. So the only thing that matters is the guaranteed money. And uh, it's not that he he might end up making the most money of any North American athlete in playing in this moment, but he does not have the richest contract because his contract is not guaranteed. The only thing that's guaranteed is the $140 million. But for Patrick Mahomes, he's not even 25 yet. He turns 25 in September. He's the best quarterback in the sport. The quarterback position is the most important position in the sport, right? Two years ago, through 50 touchdowns, he's operating the perfect offense with the perfect coach, so good for him. Good for the Chiefs. Good for Andy Reid. I mean, it does seem now like a no-brainer. Like, anytime you have a conversation about Andy Reid or, or Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, it seems like it is presented sometimes like it was a no-brainer. You had to take him at the 10th pick. No, they went out on a limb for a guy who they projected to be great, but you know there were criticisms of that offense in college. Could that offense work in the pros? And clearly, it can. Right? Like <laughs> he's a Super Bowl champ. He's a Super Bowl MVP. And usually, like, what do we always say about the draft? It's going to take you years before. You know about these picks. It's going to be years, and it's been three years. Um, but you know, 2017 draft is not that long ago, and already we know Patrick Mahomes was the best pick. We already know he was the best player. If you had that, the 2017 draft to do all over again, there's no question. Even without having the perfect offense and the perfect coach, everyone, no matter what team it was, knowing what they know now. They would take Patrick Mahomes, but that's not the ca- that was not the case back then. So uh, everyone would take this deal. Everyone would make this deal when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. So there's not really any debatable points there. 
I guess if you're looking for negatives, the the two that kind of you think about, right? Like the hist- ten years in the NFL. I mean, five years in the NFL is an eternity. So ten years is double eternity, eternity squared. And uh, the history of NFL deals for ten years are not great. Michael Vick, the ones that I've I've seen and read and looked at and, and thought of, Michael Vick, Dante Culpepper, Drew Bledsoe, Donovan McNabb. Brett Favre, he got a lifetime contract with the Packers in 2001. But when you go through the – and look, maybe there's another one or two that I haven't thought of or haven't read about. But of those guys, none of them won a Super Bowl after signing that monster deal. But that's not to say that you don't give Patrick Mahomes a monster deal because the situations are all different. And a lot of those, it's health situations, right? Or Vic is a very unique one that you're not going to have uh, many places. But if you take a look at what the NFL has been in the past, it's very difficult to have one guy taking up so much of your salary cap, right? Like part of the reason I think why New England was good every year was that Tom Brady wasn't getting top quarterback dollar, right? He took less so that he would have a better, I don't know if he did it because he wanted a better, but that's the way it worked out. He took less, and they were able to put a a better team around him. So it's going to be interesting to see what impact this has. Again, you make this deal, you take this deal. But you already have Chris Jones who's looking to get paid. He's threatening to sit out the season if his demands aren't met. Teams winning with quarterbacks before they get expensive. So that has been a trend now for a little while but it's a win for the Chiefs it's a win for Mahomes so there's really not much to criticize there but that that one aspect of it will be interesting to see how it moves forward but is that uh is that reason enough to be questioning the deal no I mean as I said everybody makes this deal everybody takes this deal I guess you know people will anytime there's a big win for a team and a player and a coach you have to look at the other side, and plenty of people have pointed out that it's bad news for Jerry Jones, the Cowboys, as they try to work out a long-term deal with Dak Prescott. Uh, it's nice for Dak that he gets mentioned in the same sentence as uh, Patrick Mahomes because I don't really think that those – which one of these is not like the others. I mean, Dak is not as good as, as Patrick Mahomes, but uh, that will have an impact on their contract negotiations, which they have, I think, until July 15th to work out a long-term deal. But obviously the, wor- the, 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 the news yesterday – the person it was the worst for, or the organization, is obviously the Chicago Bears. The Bears will have to live with this forever. The fact that they took a quarterback instead of Patrick Mahomes, even though it was not a clear-cut thing at the time, you can't say, oh, I knew for a fact. Very few people knew for a fact. There was lots of questions about Patrick Mahomes, and it wasn't this type of thing where um, people knew that this was, go- was what he was going to end up being. And not only did the Bears take a quarterback instead of Patrick Mahomes, they traded up to do so. Oof. Oof, ah, as they say. one 800 espn one 800 So we'll come up. Uh, coming up, we'll, we'll get to the Yankees and the Mets stuff. Uh, the M- MLB issues of testing. I mean, it's amazing how they could um, they could screw this up, um, and it seems like they're already screwing it up. But the poll question, which is uh, going to be up for today momentarily, Andrew McCutcheon, former Yankee of all of two months, 
had some interesting things to say about uh, the Yankees and um, their policy of no beards, no long hair. Uh, And this is something that comes up from time to time. And given with where we are right now in in the country, McCutcheon was saying it's about individuality. Is this, uh, is this the time for the Yankees to finally get rid of their policy on no beards and no long hair? Now, it seems like a silly little thing, but I have found over my years that it actually is something both sides feel very, very strongly about. So that's the poll question for today. It's going up on Twitter. Andrew McCutcheon says that the Yankees' hair policy, quote, takes away from our individualism as players and as people. So our question is, is it time for the Yankees to cut their no-beard policy? Two choices, either A, keep it, or B, cut it. That's the poll question. And I am your humble and modest host, Michael K. Show trivia champion, Gordon Damer. Taking you up until, yeah! We'll take you up until 6 o'clock, at which time, of course, it is Golick and Wingo who uh, have never won uh, the Michael K. Show Trivia Championship. But uh, look, the, the, the day is early, right? It's a, it's a new week. We'll see how things go. I don't know who they are planning on having as their other uh, guests this week and whether or not they can beat Don. i I'm, I got to be honest. I'm rooting against each and every one of them. I, I don't know who they're going to be, but it, I, I have to be honest with you. Like, it, now that I've won, why would I want anyone else to win? I want to see them lose. And then for the entire week, the only person who was able to pull it off was little old me, little old one hour in the morning at 5 o'clock. Come on. 1-800-919-ESPN. 1-800-919-3776. Well, look, it was good to uh, see a little uh, baseball on TV last night. Yankees had their uh, little intra-squad game on Yes. Aaron Judge was there. Clark Schmidt, how about him? He looked good, right? You've heard that name before. You got to see him a little bit. So let's hope against hope that this leads to actual games. But, you know, after reading about the uh, testing issues that they're already having, now maybe I I try to stay optimistic about things, but just your general faith in the powers running Major League Baseball does not lead you to have much optimism for very long, right? Like, it seems like uh, this is the time where, okay, now they're going to have testing for players, so there's going to be players that end up testing positive for COVID, and they're going to have to quarantine. But you would think, and I'm hoping, that this is just working out the kinks early on in the system. But I keep going back to that quote uh, that, that, that Buster only had, was it last week, two weeks ago, where he said the chances of them getting the season started is 5%, and the chances of them concluding it is zero. Now, maybe that's an overly pessimistic view, but Buster didn't come up with that overly pessimistic view with his feet uh, uh, up on his desk and his hands. I mean, he's talking to people around the league, and this is the, the, their feelings, and that's what he's sharing with you. So when you see already teams having to uh, call off workouts because the testing hasn't been done, and then the reason why the testing isn't done is because, well, there was a holiday. Well, July 4th is on the calendar. Right, like it, it didn't pop up out of nowhere. It's not like, oh, you know what? There was a, a power outage in California or something, or or Utah, wherever they're doing the test. You know that that was where the 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 calendar fell, right? The, 
It's amazing how Major League Baseball can screw up even the simplest things. So let's hope that, you know, if you want sports back, baseball is one of the big ones. Let's hope that this is just them getting the kinks out and that, that, that by next week, the testing will be something in the rearview mirror, right? Like you won't be thinking about it uh, all the time. But there was another topic that kind of popped up yesterday, and it is the uh, focus of our poll question, which is up for today. It is on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. And it is uh, Andrew McCutcheon, I guess once a Yankee, always a Yankee, former Yankee Andrew McCutcheon, who played uh, maybe two months with the Yankees, got traded late in the season, and uh, then in the offseason became a free agent, signed with the Phillies. He was talking on something called the Sports Bubble Podcast. Now, I don't know. How something that appears, how do, Brian, how do I get to appear in the newspaper for, you know, a show that's actually on the radio? This is the Sports Bubble podcast, and they're getting uh, all, this, uh, the, all this free publicity. Do they Seriously. not realize that I am the Michael K. Show trivia champion, Gordon Damer? Has this not made the papers yet? Outrageous. It's still new uh, to them. It is all new to them, including my name. Uh, All right, so Andrew McCutcheon was talking on the Sports Bubble podcast, and he said, among other things, quote, I definitely, he was talking about uh, the Yankees policy where they don't don't allow beards, they don't allow long hair, a policy that dates back to George Steinbrenner. And he said, quote, I definitely do think it takes away from our individualism as players and as people. We express ourselves in different ways. So in case you don't know, McCutcheon, had to when he got traded to the Yankees had to uh, shave his beard when he showed up. And now he had long dreadlocks for a while as well. He did not have to cut those when he got to the Yankees. He had cut those a few years before that for charity, so that didn't really go but I guess if he had dreadlocks when he came to the Yankees, he would have had to cut them at that time. Now, the the Yankee policy is they don't allow hair to go past the collar of the baseball jersey and you can't have any facial hair that extends beyond the top lip. Boy, that's a long way of going, of saying you can't have a beard. You can't have facial hair that extends beyond the top lip. So mustache is okay, no beard. All right. So that's the poll question. Is it time to get rid of that policy? Now, look, you know me. I'm a huge Yankee fan. And Yankee fans believe in tradition, and they believe, you know, there's certain things when you become a Yankee fan, whatever age that is, that that you uh, tie yourself to, right? The championships, the winning the, the pinstripes, no names on the back of the jersey. But i got to be honest with you. As I always am, I've always found this policy to be a bit, I'm not going to say dumb, but it's a strange one, right? Now look, everybody's job has rules. I get this. And this is, at the end of the day, a rule the team has, so you have to follow the rule. They're the only team that has it. It's not really that big of the. Uh, it's not been that big of a deal in the past. Let's put it that way. I don't believe it has ever prevented the team from getting a player. Not that I'm aware of. Now McCutcheon, it's a little bit different, right? Because he didn't he didn't sign with the Yankees. He got traded to the Yankees. But after the season, as I mentioned, he signed with the Phillies. He got a three year, fifty million dollar deal with the Phillies. If he got three years and fifty one million. He'd be doing ads on his off days for Norelco razors. I mean, no beard it is, right? Like, it's not really that big a deal. And to me, it does seem like you should be able to keep some, some version of the policy 
of being well I mean, you do represent the team. And I, I think the team has a right to not want guys walking around like Charlie Blackman, who looks like he just came out of a cave after being snowed in for a couple of years. Um, the one idea that really kind of rubs me wrong is that people will present this, and Yankee fans will present this. Well, look, the Yankees win, and they have this policy. And it's almost like they're insinuating that the policy must have some impact in the winning. No, it doesn't. Stop it. The Yankees win because they have the best players, and they pay the best players, and they do the best to get the best player. That's why in the past that they've won. It's not like I like no names on the back of the jerseys, but that's not why they win. It's not because they don't have beards or or haircut, long haircuts, um, or no haircuts. This idea that the Yankees, well, you know, they're not about the individual. They're about the team, and it's about being selfless, and it's about that approach. And that approach has brought them, you know, championships or more championships than any other team, at least in terms of uh, North American sports teams. You realize that they won most of those championships before George Steinbrenner came along, right? And the policy didn't exist before George Steinbrenner came along. So the team existed for, what, 60, 70 years before the, the policy was put in place? Now, again, the policy hasn't prevented them from getting any big free agent or I don't believe that any player has ever uh, rejected a trade to the Yankees based on this policy. But it is weird how people, um, you know, kind of, they get very, very emotional about it. Uh, And look, at the end of the day, baseball has been, you know, kind of behind the times in accentuating the player. And if this is something that is going to become more important to players, I don't think it is. I think that uh, if you gave them the option of, hey, you can either play with the Yankees and make this or play with, obviously, they're going to take the money. So I don't really think it's that big of a deal. But um, in terms of the actual policy, I've always kind of felt that it's a bit silly. And you should be able to, you know, There's never a time where I've seen a guy with a neatly trimmed beard and thought to me, oh, my God, look at this animal, right? Like, (laughs) I mean, there's plenty of people walking around with very – even though I can't grow one, maybe it's the jealousy of not being able to grow a decent beard that uh, makes me feel that way. But if it were up to me, I would probably say cut the policy, but not change it – you know, not maybe cut it out completely where people are showing up however they feel like, because at the end of the day, you do represent an organization, and the organization, which pays as well as anybody, has told you that this is important to them, or at least it was important in the past, and it's important enough to Hal Steinbrenner to keep on the, the tradition of his father that he has not changed the policy, and it doesn't seem like there's any uh, real uh, motivation right now to be changing it. But, uh, you know, like we learned with uh, the Washington Redskins, never say never. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. All right, let's get a couple of phone calls in here as we uh, take you up until 6 o'clock. Now, look, when we do this, I do like for you to get to your point quickly. You don't have to ask me how I'm doing. We bring this up all the time. When you're calling a sports talk show, you want to get right into it. You don't want to, you know, niceties and this thing and that thing. How are you doing? How you feel? Just get right into it. Though... If you are going to say, hello, Gordon, I would like in the future, starting now, if you're going to do that, to address me under my proper title, Michael K. Show 
trivia champion, Gordon. Yeah, it has a little bit more of a, a, you know, I understand there's a few more words there. It takes a little longer to get into the point. But I I think that it's appropriate. I I just want to do what's right. All right, let's go to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN. I think Lewis is in Whippany. Lewis, what's going on, my friend? Man, how did I know you were going to go to me? <laughs> oh man, you're you're so hilarious. Well, you love man. to you love to highlight my failures. So uh, this is a big win for 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 trivia show Michael K show trivia champion Gordon Damer. So, yeah, there you oh go, Brian. Play it, baby. So what do you have to say uh, now, Hot Shot? College basketball nailed that. They threw a hot, you know, they threw a hockey question at the knot. Every time hockey gets brought up, I say I'm not a hockey guy, and what do I do? Did I knock it out of the park? I put the biscuit oh in the God. basket, as they say. <laughs> oh, man, this is great. Hey, listen, um, like I was telling Brian, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think it's about, um, you know, the, the Bears regretting not drafting Mahomes because uh, I believe we both talked about it. They, no one in the league kind of knew what Mahomes was going to be, right? But yeah, my thing I mean, was, that is fair, but is it, it's the Bears' job to know kind no, of, of what course. he's going to be, right? I mean, that, that's, that, that, that is literally of, of what their job is. But, but I feel that the biggest failure was, and also for the rest of the NFL that drafted uh, before the, uh, the Texans was not drafting Deshaun Watson, especially when Trubisky and Watson playing the same, uh, the same conference and the fact that back-to-back years, Deshaun Watson should have honestly won the Heisman, and he destroyed an all-time defense back-to-back years. So I, I will never understand why, you know, the Bears never even considered drafting uh, Deshaun Watson. I will never understand why people all the way, you know, from ESPN to any other uh, sports uh, broadcaster, they all, for whatever reason, started downplaying Deshaun Watson's um, achievements in, in college when he was coming up in the draft. I will never understand that because the years before that, it was like, Alabama all-time great. Alabama NFL players left and right. And Deshaun Watson completely slashed both those defense back-to-back years. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember exactly what I was thinking at the time. Uh, I know the one concern I had about Deshaun Watson in the NFL was, like, I'm a big believer in that if you're going to be a quarterback who does stuff outside the pocket, you have to have a little bit more um, meat on your bone. Like, Russell Wilson, to me, was a guy, not that he does it a lot, but he is is much thicker, and I don't know what his 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 height and weight are. But he just looks like a guy who can take the beating more than uh, some other players that have come along. Like the, I remember when RG three came out, and I really got to take a look at him. I'm like, that guy's too small. He's going to get hit, and he's going to he's not going to last. And that's kind of although he is th- a bit thicker. Um, uh, uh, Kyler uh, Murray with the, the the Cardinals, he concerns me too because I think at one point he's going to get hit, and I don't think he's going to well, get up. Uh, and he's a great athlete, but uh, th- to me that was my concern about Deshaun Watson coming into the league. And he has been, you know, I mean, he it, it's not really been, you know, injuries every single year, but that was my main concern about him uh, at the next level. I don't know what the Bears' concerns were, but well, to 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 that uh, to that point. Uh, in the uh, the uh, second championship game against Alabama, actually Deshaun Watson took like three huge hits that any other quarterback, I believe, would have just stayed down. Especially the one oh, where I'm it not looked saying like about toughness. I just mean like you know. No, I understand. It's taken you as know, a, fragile, as a, as a pretty shot, much not having. Not, you yeah, know, I'm not taking a shot at him. I mean, I wouldn't be. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to take any of the hits. <laughs> but I just worry oh. that, that 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 guy. You know, his frame. He's tall and lean. 
I, I don't know um, if that's something that's going to – now, look, it's been, I've been proven wrong, right? Like, he did get hurt once, but he's been an outstanding quarterback, and clearly the Bears uh, – I, I don't remember really liking Trubisky at all. Uh, may, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to go back and look. But uh, th- that was not a guy that I, – I never like guys who have never – you know, all of a sudden it's just about the, the tools or, uh, you know, projecting him at the next level. And that's, I have to assume that that's what they were doing with him because it wasn't like he played at a big college or, or played in big games. Um, so I, I don't know. You'd have to go back and kind of look at why Trubisky was the guy that they went with over the other two yeah. guys. I do well, think that – you know, it, it, just saying that to stick Mahomes in in Chicago and that he would be the exact same player, I think that that's wrong. No, well, well, thanks for taking my call, Mister uh, Michael Cake Show uh, Champion. Yes, trivia show champion. Thank you, thank you, Lewis. That's you got it mostly right. I would say, you know, before your next call, just work on a little bit. Just you know, you want to get it to flow properly. But thank you for the call, Lewis. <laughs> I'm game ready. Like I told you guys in spring training, I was going to be ready for opening day. So, uh, no, I'm feeling good. I'm not really, you know, the biggest thing now is just getting the reps in, you know, because I missed so many at-bats in the spring training we had. Uh, I didn't get all the reps in the outfield, reps on the bases. So, for me right now, it's just about getting my timing back in in the game and um, just getting my game reps so we can go out there for these 60 games. Yes, Aaron Judge, Yankee right fielder, face of baseball, but not Michael Casio. Trivia champion. Yes, that would be me. But look, we all have uh, the things that we have in our lives that we are good at. And Aaron, it's uh, obviously playing Major League Baseball at a very high level. And uh, he does that quite well. And then you have me, who is able to uh, master trivia questions thrown from a variety of fields. Now, they were all sports-related, but still. College basketball, not exactly my wheelhouse. Boom, knocked that. NHL, I mean, I, I was waiting for the third question to be about uh, European soccer. I mean, uh, the NHL, it's well documented. I have no knowledge of that at all. But yet, boom, knocked it right out of the park. But it is the Gordon Damer Show. It is uh, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. So uh, we take you up till 6 o'clock. Our poll question, which is up for today, it's uh, on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. And it is Andrew McCutcheon says the Yankees' hair policy takes away from our individualism as players and as people. So our question today is, do you think, given so many things changing everywhere else, do you think that it's time for the Yankees to change this policy? They're the only team in baseball. I think that they're the only team in in North American professional sports. Again, don't know hockey, so I don't know. Maybe one of them does. But uh, I believe that they're the only team – in North American sports that has this kind of policy, do you think it's time to change it? I would say probably. Uh, I would say, yeah, if I had to you know, narrow it down to one of the two choices, I would say cut it. Uh, although I don't really think it's that big a deal, but I'm interested to see what the poll results uh, end up turning up because it seems like for this, it, it, it's amazing that see, people seem like they get really worked up about this. Like, oh, what are you crying about? What are you crying well, in fairness, Andrew McCutcheon wasn't crying about anything. He was asked a question, and he answered it. And not that we are going to play the, the podcast and the sound, but he went on to say what a professional organization the Yankees were. He really liked his time there and all these types. They treated him well. 
But he just, you know, he'd prefer to be able to grow his beard and, and look the way he wants to look and uh, not have to worry about it being against team policy. All right, let's go out to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the phone number. I cannot see the call screen, so I believe it's, is it Fabian that's on the line? Fabian, what's going on, my man? Yes. Yes, Fabian. How you doing, Gordon? Congratulations on your win. Thank you. So, listen, real, yeah, real quick, look. The beard, I, I like it, keep it. Personally, it looks like it's like uniform. It's like for the team. There's no name on the jersey. Just my personal opinion, I have a beard as well, but if I was playing for any other team and the Yankees come calling, I'm going to come around. I'm kind, I'm shaving it off, shaving my beard off, and whatever I got to do, just become part of the organization. That's my choice. I know I, I know that's what they want, and if I know that, I accept it. I got to do it. That's it. Yeah, but see, the, the the difference here, Fabian, is that McCutcheon was traded, right? Like, it, it, I agree with you. Like, if you're a free agent and you decide to sign with the Yankees, well, don't complain. I don't want to hear any complaints at all. But he was traded in this situation, uh, so it is a little bit different there, where he didn't have a, a choice on getting traded to the Yankees, but yet he has to follow their policy. Oh, that's different. That's true. That is different. That's yeah. true. So, how do you feel right, about so, it then? Thanks. I mean, no, that's, that's true. Though, I mean, I, then that's a different story. Yeah. Uh, if you get traded to a team and you know, I don't know if he could have blocked that. See, I don't know that, but that's fact. Right. But it's true, though. If I was a player, like I've had a – because I have a beard. You know, right. and I keep it nice and trim, you know, not because I don't want to look crazy. Right. Like a Christmas tree wreath, you know. But, you know, if I go to a team or, or that I like my beard, and then I probably will have an issue with it. But, you know, you're right on that part. But I'm talking yeah. about for people who saying that they should just change it as far as, like, all right, it's old already. You know, that's their team. That's it. And I, I like it. I'm a Yankee fan. Not because I'm a Yankee fan, but I like it, though. It's like a uniform. You know, it's like, like a team. You know what I mean? Like, that's how yeah. they want to win. It's, you know what's weird to me, and Fabian, thanks for the call, is that All like right. the policy is only from like the 70s, right? Like, George put the policy in place. But there were, there were I don't know, maybe because I wasn't alive, I didn't notice it. There were no Yankees before the 70s. Like, no great Yankees grew a beard. Mickey Mantle never had a beard. Joe DiMaggio never had a beard. Babe Ruth. Wild man, crazy man, eating hot dogs, drinking, God knows what else he was doing. Didn't grow a beard. Lou Gehrig, no beard. It's weird. Isn't that weird that no Yankees even before then had a beard? I find that strange. Not one single guy said, you know what, I'm going to grow this out. I guess it was a different time. 1-800-919-ESPN, one 800 919 now somebody's going to bring up on Twitter. Well, for three weeks in 1953, Mickey Mantle grew a beard. I don't. I wasn't alive. I didn't. I've never seen any pictures of any great Yankee with a beard. It's very, very odd. The only time, the only time, and maybe this is why I feel this way, that I remember the hair policy coming up at all was when I, I was growing up. Don Mattingly's hair grew a little long. And Steinbrenner told him that he had to, to trim, the, trim his hair. But that was the only time that I ever remember it coming up and that Mattingly, you know, I, I guess it was a little bit of an annoying, you know, like, uh, you know, look, I'm trying to carry these guys to the playoffs for the first time. While I, I, I haven't had time to get a haircut. So at that time, I was on, obviously, I was on Don. Don Mattingly could have come out against anything. He could, Don Mattingly could have come out and said The Irishman was a good movie. And I pro, um, I don't know, maybe not that far, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Our daily poll question, which is up on Twitter, at Gordon Damer, all about Andrew McCutcheon's comments about uh, the Yankees' hair policy. No beards, no long hair. Do you th- think it's time to uh, get rid of that policy? We've certainly touched on that. We'll take your phone calls on that. We've touched on Patrick Mahomes, 
big new contract extension agreeing to terms with the Chiefs that uh, 10 year upwards of uh, 500 I mean why not say it's 5 billion dollars I mean what does it matter what they say it is because it doesn't ma- it doesn't matter it's not all that matters is the guaranteed money so say whatever you want uh, but uh, the only thing that matters is the guaranteed money so 140 million dollars for him guaranteed a deal that if you're the Chiefs you take if you're Patrick Mahomes you take and to me the if you're looking for any kind of negative angle to it at all you do kind of have to wonder what impact this has on the Chiefs roster building, right? Like you're going to be now putting all this money into your quarterback who everyone, every team would want. If you were starting the NFL right now and every player were available, you'd have to think that Patrick Mahomes, based on age, based on experience, based on what he's already done, he would be the number one player taken in the draft. So everybody would make that deal, but you do kind of have to wonder now that you're sinking this much money into a great quarterback, a Super Bowl MVP quarterback, how do you now go about building the rest of your team? We've seen in the past that signing big-time players to big-time money and putting it all into one guy, it, doesn't, uh, it makes it a little difficult to uh, build out the rest of your roster. Now, that you would think, most days, when you're talking about a quarterback, Super Bowl MVP getting his new 10-year I mean, deals in the NFL are very, very rare, and uh, successful 10-year deals, I think, are even rarer. That would generally be the number one story of the day, but uh, today the number one story is how my title has changed after my appearance on the Michael K. Show yesterday to now, instead of just Gordon Damer, just a typical name, it is now Michael K. Show Trivia Champion. It was a huge win yesterday, and uh, the pressure was on. I'm not going to lie. But you know me. When the pressure is on, I, I perform. Yeah, I'm joking there somewhere, but uh, I'll just leave it there. All right, let's go back to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to Eric in Manhattan. Eric, what's going on, my man? Good morning, Michael K. Trivia Champion. Yes, there you go, Eric in Manhattan. You got it right, buddy. Take all the time you need, my friend. Yeah, hey, all I got to say, look, I'm not a big baseball fan because they, they got so many unwritten rules. If you hit a home run and you, you, you run too slow, you know, around the bases, you might get hit by a ball next time around. But I got to say this. Let's pretend that trimming your beard, cutting your hair does work. I want the Knicks to implement that rule. I want all employees, everybody in the garden to implement it. So like that, maybe by 2040, 2050, we might reach the finals. Yes. Well, look, if that were the only thing, Eric, holding the uh, Knicks back, well, that would be a simple thing to solve, right? Like that, of all the problems and issues that the Knicks have, and Eric, thank you for the call, uh, it's pretty clear that the beards, the long hair, whatever it is, it, it, that's not really very high up on the list. They have many other issues and problems, you know, getting a good GM, uh, getting a good coach, getting good players. Uh, all these things are, are higher up in the list. Management, uh, other things there as well, so we won't get into all of them. Uh, but no, look, uh, if that were the, uh, the only thing, I, just silly to me when people try to make the connection, well, the Yankees have this policy and the Yankees have the most championships – so one must lead to the other, right? Like if you are a, a big Yankee fan, you think to yourself about, well, you know, they don't have any names on the, the back of the jersey 
and they have no beards and no long haircuts, and they have more championships, so one must lead. No, that's, that's dumb. Come on. Don't be ridiculous. Uh, let's go out quickly to Eli in Queens. Eli, what's going on, my friend? Hey, what's going on? Listen, man, two, three quick things. Uh, Patrick how, Mahomes, excuse excuse me, Eli, money. before you go on, uh, how did you refer to me? How, 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 what was my, <laughs> my title there? What? Listen, listen, listen. Uh, you boosted yourself a little bit too much today because, uh, I don't know, I'm following Donald Greca uh, on Twitter, and he's saying that you was not even supposed to be a guest on the show, so he didn't have time to, to, to prepare for you, so... He wants to well, I mean that—that's part of the show. I mean, you're not supposed to be able to prepare. So what Don is is, is kind of alluding to, and I did not see that tweet from Don. Um, that uh, well, look, that—that's that's classic excuse making, right? I mean, you didn't prepare for your opponent. It's your game. It's your show. I'm just some schmo. I'm assu- I don't know this for a fact, but I'm assuming someone else dropped out, and that's why they came to me. But I don't know that for a fact. <laughs> but if that's the case, I mean, I would just simply say to Don, I mean, who who's to blame here, right? It's not me. It would have to be him. Uh, so true, so true. All right, so uh, trivia champion. All right, you got you yes. got to, little My, No, it's Michael K. Show trivia champion Gordon Damer. It, 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 I know it's a little wordy, oh, okay. but you, you got to get it right, Eli. I'm sorry. But I don't have that much time. Anyway, with Patrick Mahomes, he makes everybody better. That's why he deserves the money. And that McCutcheon thing, if if Bryce Harper was saying it, then, you know, I'll take it into consideration. But come on, McCutcheon? Uh, no, I mean, look, I think that players can have, you know, I'd actually take it uh, having more um, weight by Andrew McCutcheon saying it rather than, I mean, Bryce Harper is a guy who see you know has the reputation of only kind of caring about himself, uh, and, and that he is much more wrapped up in himself. I think Andrew McCutcheon has uh, you know if you were looking for um, you know uh, voices inside a locker room that carry more weight, I think Andrew McCutcheon carries more weight than necessarily Bryce Harper. Even though Bryce Harper is uh, is the better player, I mean Andrew McCutcheon is no slouch. I mean he's multiple time All Star. He's been a very good player for a very long period of time. So. Uh, look, the fact that he's saying it, um, you know, I, I think that it, it actually carries more weight than uh, than than than. Well, he, he's never been the guy that, that's been, you know, wanting to like uh, brand himself. Like this is the first time I'm hearing that he has a, a complaint about, you know, anything when it comes to branding. But I mean, he was only here for two months, right? So we really don't know much about Andrew McCutcheon. But from his time in, in Pittsburgh, he, he saw nothing but good things. He, you know, he did the thing with the dreadlocks, cutting it off for charity, and, and he was a very popular player there. So, I mean, maybe if he had been here a little longer. The funny thing is, though, and uh, I think we're running out of time. I'm not sure because I can't see the, the call screen. Um, the funny thing is, is that if there ever is a time where the Yankees and it didn't it didn't hold them back from uh, signing uh, Garrett Cole. Clearly, right? He had a beard, and as soon as they came to him with that contract, whoop! Okay, beard's gone. But if there was ever a time that there was a player that came and said, "You know what? I was thinking about signing with the Yankees, and the deals were close, but you know what? Not necessarily a beard or his hair. You know, I just wanted to be able to do what I wanted to do and to have some individual." The amount of people who are all right now saying, no, you stick to your guns, yeah, there's rules in place, they would all, if they lost out on that player, what's Brian Cashman doing? What is house time? It's time to get with the times. You know that for a fact, if that were the case. Now, I don't know that that will ever be the case. I don't think that players would, would, uh, would care that much 
But if it ever did happen, boy, people would flip the script very, very quickly. You know, we didn't get to touch on the NFL much today. Also, you know what I forgot to look at? With Patrick Mahomes signing that contract, did Jamal Adams try to make it about him in some way? I got to check, Brian, if you could quickly check Jamal Adams' uh, Twitter feed. And is there some way that he tried to uh, steal a little bit of the, um, the bloom off the rose of Patrick Mahomes' big story and try to make it about himself getting his contract and try to make some connection? You know, look, he, he had two years left on his deal. You told me I had to wait for him. So it's a little bit different, slightly changed. But, you know, the NFL who had all this time to get ready for, for the season and, and power through the season because it seems like they've just that, that, that's been the way that they were going to approach it. He did it. tweet like, something. Did he tweet? What did he tweet? Put it about Jersey of Mahomes, and he put, what's understood doesn't need to be explained. Hashtag Ferrari, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. And then he put, keep repping Texas. Man. Okay. So he didn't make, he didn't, he didn't make it about his own concept. No. Which is, <laughs> that'll probably come today. Um, but the NFL, which has had all this time to get ready for the season, you keep reading all these things that nobody knows what's going on. No, and it shows you, like, for all the talk about, well, this is the, the good thing about the NFL. They have all this time. Having all that time doesn't really help you. You have to have, like, a functioning, well-oiled machine of being able to come up with, with, with protocols. And look, the NFL, it, it was always going to be the toughest sport to, to pull off because of the amount of people based on what the sport is. But it seems like that they're not prepared for this in any way. And you wonder if being able to pull off the draft as, as well as they did maybe led to a little bit more arrogance than they even already have. All right, that's going to do it for today. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll be back. Gordon Damer Show. And Michael K. Show trivia champion Gordon Damer back tomorrow at 5. We'll see you then. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.